This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped, streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. This episode is sponsored by Blue Chew. Yeah. You know, let's talk about something we could all use more of right now. Sex, great sex. Now, you should know that's not my copy. That's what they wrote. But I do agree with it in principle. I think we could all use great sex. And sometimes a fella needs a little help there. And what's better than Blue Chew? I mean, you can now increase your performance, get the extra confidence in bed. Bluechew.com. That's blue like the color blue. And Bluechew brings you the first chewable with the same FDA-approved active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis. You can take them anytime, day or night, even on a full stomach. Danny, you yes. had a big meal. Yeah. It's totally cool. Well, because, you know, you go out to dinner with somebody and you're eating and you, maybe you're having like oysters or tacos um ravioli or raviolis and so you're full and now what am i going to do i want to perform can i take it on a full stomach i can but danny do you ever worry that you're taking something that's not made in the usa constantly but this This let me tell you usa all the way it's prescribed online by licensed physicians so you don't have to go to the doctor wait in line and it's even cheaper than a pharmacy and they prepare and ship it right to you in a discreet package. I know that that's a big thing for you. You're tired yeah. of getting no like, all of my a, you know all of my other weird ointments that come in and it's marked and it's like anal fissure cream uh-huh. and everybody sees it. This is discreet. It looks like you're getting a book. Oh, that's great. That's so you don't great. even have to leave the house. And right now we've got a special deal for our listeners. Visit bluechew.com. And get your first shipment free when you use our promo code, the special code Danny, D-A-N-N-Y. I'm so proud. My oh, name is I'm so code. jealous. Just pay $5 in shipping. Again, that's B-L-U-E, chew.com, promo code Danny to try it free. Blue Chew is a better, cheaper choice, and we thank them for sponsoring the Doing It with Danny Zucker and Jenny Johnson podcast. Yes. And remember, when you support our sponsors, you help make this podcast possible. So please be sure to use promo code Danny at bluechew.com. D-O-I in apostrophe, I-T-W-I-T, H-D-A-N-N-Y, and J-E-N-N-Y. Doing it with Danny Jenny. Doing it with Danny Jenny. Doing it with Danny Jenny. It's a revolution in Thank you, Eli Braden. Thank you, Eli Braden. Happy belated birthday to Eli. That song is, I don't know that we would be here today if it wasn't for that song. I go top three, maybe. I would go Strawberry Fields Forever, Can't Get No Satisfaction. Fortunate Son, CCR. Doing it with Danny and Jenny. (laughs) And maybe California Dreaming. And so that would be my list right there. Yeah. Danny, since for the first time, our guest is your friend too. I mean, that sounds <laughs> terrible. But yes, it's true. I don't, I, 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 it's, 
it's not that I'm not friends with the people you pick. I just don't like them. That's <laughs> no, I'm kidding. That's so I'm going to let you introduce her since I know how much you adore her. And we've already fought over this, but you won the coin toss. Okay, cool. So <laughs> our guest is, I mean, what doesn't she do? She's an actor. She's a comic, a humanitarian. And based on what you're seeing in the background, a cellist, one of the funniest people I know and a good friend, the brilliantly talented and delightfully oddball. Uh, um, I don't mean that. Let's go back. <laughs> no, we're leaving. Hold on, I want to take it again, but leave this all in. From the top. Uh, wonderfully right. talented and lovely and kind person. No, that's terrible too. Let's go back. She's really fucking funny. <laughs> this is the great Erica Rose. Erica Rose, here can the applause, the applause, the applause. Nuts. We'll add that. Everyone's overwhelmed. The tears, tears, the tears emotion. Can you guys put in an audience after and post? No, they're here. You ruined. Oh, they're here. You just, okay. Yeah, yeah. Come on, Erica. No, I give you like this perfect introduction. And then you fuck it up with that. I, I mean, my, my no, so- I just had to rain on the third. It's because you did three takes, you know? Yeah. I don't, you know. I'm oh, three take it. Danny. That's what they called him at Modern three Family. Take <laughs> <laughs> three take Danny. Three take Danny. Why does that really sound real? It does. It does. Because it's real. Yeah. It's real. I wish it was only three takes. I, take Danny. I had one line on Modern Family and on my only cameo on the show where I had to drive a car and deliver a line. And I didn't realize how hard that would be to hit my mark in the car. And it was also one of the latest we've ever shot. It was like two in the morning in this residential neighborhood. And I kept missing my mark. It was the last shot. And it was really, I was, it was terrible. And my what only was, line was, what was your line? <laughs> I see you've met my wife. That was it. <laughs> Perfect. Which, which actually, it was, it was about a guy whose marriage wasn't working out. Oh. Now, ask me, like, how I get my ideas. For, um, <laughs> you draw from What did I draw, draw from? from other people's experiences. That's I, funny, I'm though, because when I did Modern Family, I, I had a name tag that I had to put on. Uh-huh. And the only reason they had to do a couple takes was because I kept not putting the name tag on at the right moment. Oh, continuity stuff. Yeah, it was like either the a little oh. early or a little late. So I would I would have been a one take wonder, except for the for this business of putting on a name tag. It's hard. To, it's like people don't know acting so hard. I mean, <laughs> yeah, acting is basically just weird little marks you have to hit. You have to hit that. I mean, coal miners have it easy, you know, <laughs> compared to what we compa- compared I mean, to like really you're tre- treading the boards. So, Erica, first of all, how are you doing? <laughs> It's so nice to see you both. Like, I I feel like it's, it's rare to do a podcast where you're just like, oh, I just want to hang out with you guys. I know. Right. We try to make that with all of our guests. But yeah, we try to make everyone comfortable and feel like we're just welcoming you into our homes. Yeah. But in in this case, we're really comfortable because we we, we all know you. We all know each other. Jenny and I have known each other more recently because she's just been texting me, checking on me, which has been so nice. Well, it would have been funnier if you'd have been like just harassing you, just constantly. <laughs> just pictures of my tits. That's Randy, all I ever send. I don't know, she <laughs> just, just keeps stalking me. 
angrily sending me gifs all the time. I mean, Jenny is very. Is it gif? But that's how. Okay, I, I. I think I literally say GIF GIF every time I go to tell someone, oh, I sent you a GIF GIF. And I just I end up saying I don't know what it, I have no idea what it is. It's got to, the guy who created it, yeah. I, I've heard, yeah. says it's called GIF. Okay. But I don't agree with that because the first word in GIF, I don't know what the I and F are, but the first yeah. word is graphic. It's not yeah. Jaffic. And right. so it yeah. has to be GIF. And yeah. he knows my whole graphic. graphic Wait, user interface? What, guys, just speak. What is it? What does that mean? User interface. That seems like that's what GIF stands for, graphic user interface. Oh. But like, no, that's gooey. Oh, that's gooey, duh. I'm sorry. I'm I'm sorry. sorry. I apologize. We're going to cut that out. No, I want to leave that in. No, we're leaving it in. I want you to feel this shame. I want you to feel it. Because people sometimes will, will, will get rid, you know, give guy a break, let him have, have a little more time. And we love him. And he's a wonderful, very special guy. Very special. <laughs> he is a very but, special guy. Do I know but guy? He, but he's not a very special guy. It's guy. Oh, see? <laughs> so it is gif. Because it's guy. <laughs> it's yeah. got to be. Because I grew, up in a, I grew up in a jiffy peanut butter family. And yeah. it's fucking, that's J-I-F-F-Y. Jiffy. We have to edit that out. No, no, we don't. We're, we can we, we can keep Jiffy in. It doesn't yeah, it doesn't yeah. compete with our sponsor, um, Blue Chew, which <laughs> are um, which is boner medication. Yeah, it's our boner. It's our boner chew. Oh, graphic. By the way, Erica, Blue Chew is if you're having problems with your erectile dysfunction, Blue Chew will be Blue the perfect chew. thing. For you. <laughs> oh, oh, is it your sponsor? It yes. literally is. So. <laughs> So we have a boner chew sponsored. Why would you think we wouldn't? So, like seriously? Yeah, seriously. God. Yeah, if you so, want to go and get a, tw- a discount. How was I supposed to know? By you the way, supposed to know. But use, uh, promo code Danny. <laughs> yeah, use promo code Danny to oh get. So here's the thing. Let me explain Blue Chew just for a second. This isn't the commercial guys, but it what just kind it's, of it's, podcast is this? Well, well we're going to talk. It's all, <laughs> it's all about we Jenny and I sample sex toys. And then we give product reviews. So I'd like to. For example, this right here. (laughs) (laughs) Wow, if that were a sex toy, I'm missing out. Yeah, that's that's industrial. That's an interesting one. What are you holding up, Jenny? It looks like a gun. That is actually a. My sister sent this to me as a joke for Christmas. It's from the Minions movie. It's a fart gun. Oh, it's a Minions fart gun. It's a Minions fart gun. And when. I had gone for Christmas a few years ago. My nephew got a fart gun for Christmas and I didn't. And I was like oddly upset. And I was kind of like sitting there within a huff, like trying not to be. But I was like, how did he get a fart gun? And I didn't. So my sister sent me one for Christmas. As a, I think my nephew would like a fart gun. Would you like what? a fart gun? That was sort of my way of saying that without yeah. saying it. Okay, we got my it. Nephew would yeah. like fart gun, but my nephew first. Yeah, fart gun and blue chew boner pills. Yeah, on the way. Yay! <laughs> uh, yeah, that's, that's better. What I need. That's what I, I need to start my day. <laughs> okay, now you're overselling. Okay. <laughs> you know what I? You know what I need to get what? my morning started. Hey, yeah. spe- speaking of erections, who here has a dead dad? Oh yeah, all of us. 
We're in the Dead Dad Club. Welcome, Erica. Welcome, Erica. Welcome. I hope you got the gift basket. But that's what I'd like to say, because I I found out about this through Erica, actually, not even through you, Jenny, but that like you were reaching out to her when her because her father, your father passed away recently. And um, and and Jenny is always very good about that stuff. She's very. I'm oddly kind. It's if you lose a a dad (laughs) or a pet, she's going to get up to you. Wow. I have to say it really made a difference. You know, it was, she kept checking in and it was, it really meant a lot actually. Well, it's one of those things because when I saw like what you were going through, I'm like, Oh wow. Flashback deja vu. I mean the whole, the going through the, everything, your dad, the hospice thing, the, your mom, you got a sister, like everything, like literally everything that was happening. It was like, we were living these odd parallel weird lives and I'm like okay I I so know what you're going through so it felt I felt like it was my turn to you know as a member of the dead dad club to help oh that well thank you because yeah I think I would feel a similar way like if I had seen I mean I've seen a couple actually a few female comics have all lost their dads so I felt the same way watching that but everybody has different you're not sure because some people aren't as close with their dad yeah oh there's been have you have you ever had the moment through and but erica have you had the moment yet if not you will where somebody's like oh i lost my dad too and you're like i'm so sorry and they'll go no he was a fucking asshole you're like oh oh, okay like (laughs) have you ever had that danny where like you try to be nice and like somebody loses someone and then you're like i'm terribly sorry and they're like no don't be yeah i i I, without a doubt had that the other thing that happened (laughs) erica i think we had talked about this once but sometimes what will happen is like, you'll be like in the middle of all your grief and then someone will tell you something that like, they'll, they'll, they'll go, well, oh, I know. I look, I broke up with my boyfriend this week and it was really hard. So I understand like they, are they try and compare their pain to yours? Yes. Or they, or they're, yeah, exactly. Some definitely. Or it's interesting with, with the dad thing or with the family member where they'll say, I, you know, I lost someone 20 years ago and you're just like, okay, but this was like, just happened. Yeah. This, this was like, like yesterday. So it's same. kind of different. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't think, remember when, um, Danny, my dog, I had two dogs when I moved out to LA, Hank and Birdie, rest in peace, but they were like older when I moved out here. So I knew, you know, it was yeah. coming. And when, I don't know if it was maybe when Hank died first or something and people I posted on Instagram and people were like, Oh my God, I know last week my Chihuahua died. And I'm like, no one cares about your fucking Chihuahua. We're talking about my baby. <laughs> like I so badly wanted to do that just to make myself laugh. I never did it, but I was like, just somebody being so kind. Like I understand. I just had to put my, you know, my, my, you know, golden doodle down two weeks ago. Like nobody fucking cares about your dog. Like know, my big, sweet, beautiful baby. <laughs> I feel bad now that I just said that because I was thinking, well, actually, I think in 20 years, I'll still be sad about my dad, you know? So, yes, I will. You've already forgotten. (laughs) (laughs) I have a photo of him right on my fridge. Oh, she's going? Hey, but look, I have a photo of my dad right here. So it was quick. Oh, Oh my God. That was my semi prom. I can see that's a that's that is a very big that's a prom dress if ever I've seen one. That is a prom. Oh, dad. Now Jenny's really good if your dad or um, an animal dies, but if your mom should pass away, she doesn't give a shit. 
Well, I was yeah. like, that bitch, that bitch had it coming. She had it oh, coming. I, I have to say, yeah, my, my dear friend who I am close to said the weirdest thing, which was, you know, and I'm sure she won't listen to this, but she said, <laughs> nobody I, listens to this. We're literally just having a call between a podcast. This is no, this is just a long excuse so we can have a conversation, Erica. So that's okay. what I, yeah, that's the only reason I do podcasts just to get out of the house. Which is ironic. <laughs> Nobody Our podcast is a front just for yeah. us wanting friends. That's all. So, so because my dad has had MS, you know, he it's like he's had MS a long time. So she said, "I know it was a long time coming, but I'm sure it was still hard." <laughs> and I was like, "No, we don't see it that way. It's not like you know, just because someone's sick doesn't mean you're like, up. Oh, it's going to happen any day, right? You know, like that's not how you see it." <laughs> Well, but that's almost like how dismissive people are with COVID is somebody dies and they're like, well, he was diabetic and 64. And you're like, well, right. and you're I, like he's lived 64 I, years with diabetes. Does that mean that? Right. Exactly. He was, yeah. You know, like he was 30. Yeah. But he, he smoked pot occasionally. Right. It's <laughs> like, oh, so I'm going to be okay. He's that is natural then every you know people just don't have empathy unless it's actually happened to them in the Mm -hmm. same way that you know if like and I was guilty of it before my dad died if somebody told me that their parent died I didn't really feel it I just said you know I I said oh I'm so sorry you know about your parent but I didn't feel anything and now when someone says it I'm like oh I'm so you know like I can really feel it now the, yeah, the, because you you now can take yourself to a personal place and go like, oh shit, yeah. I know what this person's going through. The thing, the, I think the advantage of people like who, like especially if you're funny or you write or perform, is like you can look at that as art. Like uh, Erica has been writing these uh, medium pieces, which we'll link we'll link to at the end of this. Oh, cool! But, but the stuff that you wrote up while you were going through this on your dad, both like from you know you know just it it was really. It was funny. It was never maudlin. Your dad was a funny person. I I mean, did you find like, and and now when you're trying to write comedy, do you find that it's a way to, I don't know, work this shit out? Yeah. I mean, I've definitely been a little bit hesitant to bring it on the road because it feels like people just don't really want to talk about death right now, which I get. Right. (laughs) <laughs> you know, they're not coming out. They're not like risking their lives to come out and then talk about someone's dad, hear someone talking about their dad dying. They're, that's not what they're there for. Yeah. So I've been a little hesitant to explore it, but I did kind of explore it recently and it, it seemed to work actually. Yeah. You know, I said a couple things about it. I, I kind of dip in and then I go out, but I do yeah. think that we're lucky in as, you know, artistic or creative people that we can find comfort in writing or, you know, making something out of it. Yeah. Yeah. I, it, it's a, it's a difficult thing. Like every time I've ever touched upon it or like if on, <laughs> I still laugh, like one time on Twitter about six months after my dad died, I, I was still living in Texas and I had flown out to LA, I had some meetings. And I remember I was like getting out of the car. I had my iPhone. It was on my thigh. I stood up and it drops on the ground, cracks the million, like just dead. I was like, you gotta be shitting me. I call ass to you know, an Apple store. They're like, well, we can leave it here. I'm like, no, I just need, I'm just gonna take the hit. Give me the phone. And I tweeted, I can't believe I lost my dad and my iPhone in the same <laughs> year. 
which I thought was really funny. And I had amazing. more people on Twitter were like, that's like, it was so awkward. I was like, wait, you're telling me that it's not funny. It was my fucking dad who would have, by the way, laughed his ass off at that. Exactly. That's what's so wrong about that mentality. Yeah. So when you're on stage and you want to like say something, it's like, oh God, you're, you know, sometimes every time I've touched upon it, did you get this? And it's like my least favorite reaction. But when you say something and you hear someone go, oh, yeah, I can't stand that. Yeah. I will. I will literally be on stage and go, you need to fucking leave. You just get out. <laughs> like whoever kick that person out that just said, oh, like, I don't want that energy. I need people to fuck. like, I wouldn't be standing on stage telling a joke if I didn't think it was funny. Like I'm not, you know, like we're not there to make people miserable. I like that joke. You should do that on stage. <laughs> I, I, I will. I agree. I like a joke. I, 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 I joke. Them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I, it's like that's a, that's just a strong joke. But people are people are weird. I mean, I before Trump, I used to just do nothing but make fun of my kids, and I would always think like they should take those kids away from you. <laughs> I love that joke about your kid. I love that joke. I yeah. think it's your pin t- tweet. My pin right? tweet. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's my favorite, Danny. Yeah. Three take Danny joke is three take Danny joke. <laughs> You'll have to see my pin tweet. I won't I won't I won't read Hog it. face. Yeah, Hog we can face. we can pin his pin tweet. Yeah, we'll pin it. We'll pin it. Retweet his pin tweet. Well, do you wanna try- do you wanna tell us what are your dad jokes or do you wanna say that for stage? Um well I was the one I'm working on well, yeah, maybe I'll save it because they're not okay. worked it's out not yet. Ready. Yeah, they're yeah. not quite ready. Fair enough. They're sort of yeah, half done. But sing something for us, would you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I want to talk about like what you're. What's amazing is so I met Erica. A friend of mine was uh, producing a short film, and she was there, and she was just this funny person. We just started talking, and she was starting to do stand-up comedy. I saw you. Maybe you had only been doing it at that point a year. Maybe like when, maybe two two years. Maybe two years. It when, seemed when like a year it? though, because you weren't. It seemed it seemed like a year because you weren't great yet. Uh, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> Let's just say it was a year. Yeah. Well, I was, no. But, but um, no, actually, I, I went to see you. I, I went to see you kill early in your career in Malibu. Remember you did that Malibu thing? And, yes, it was, and, and what's his name was there. Nick Van Dyke came up to you. Shut up. And Ed Asner. The two of them were there. And I forgot were, about Ed Asner. Oh my God! The two. Wait, of them were, did y'all have a three-way? <gasps> I filmed. It. Why did I get a photo with Ed Asner? I don't know why. Why do I not know this? It's amazing. Danny was my photographer. He didn't yeah. even know. It. Yeah, I didn't even know. Was because be he crappy. needed three takes, and it didn't. Work. <laughs> I only got two takes. That's why. Um, but like, what's what always what amazed me about you was just like you you really took off in a short period of time. I think like there's like a lot of people who like over the course of just a couple of years, like headlining and your own spec, like what was that journey like? I mean, did you like, when, you know, when you like, I want to hear just from beginning to end, like what, when you've had, you when the first time you go on stage, what's that like? When do you start to think like, oh fuck, I can do this. Um, well, I, st- I still feel like I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> <laughs> that's the best answer. I mean, is that normal? Because I, 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 I'm told that that's a normal thing because I yeah, get that I all the like, time. But I don't when know. You what said you're, when you took off, I'm like, I took, I took off. <laughs> <laughs> like, what are you talking about? <laughs> no, you, 
Yeah. <laughs> Where did I go? You're, you're like, I, I, I used to drop your name. No one knew who the fuck you were. Now, oh, yeah, Erica Rhodes. And then I turn on Tom Papa's show, and there you are with Tom. And then I, I, I and, and Fortune. And, and, and then you're on like that, an NBC show doing stand up. And then you're like, yeah, you're, you know, you're in Montreal. Yeah, I guess I'm like, I guess I do stand up now as opposed to like when we first met, I was sort of trying to do the acting. Yeah. And that wasn't really going anywhere except, yeah. you know, I did do Modern Family. That yeah. was like my big TV credit. I know. That's impressive. Thanks yeah. to you. Danny I, helped me get that audition. I, I just introduced you to Jeff. And I didn't. I, I would love to take credit for that thing, but he actually remembered you and put, brought you in for that role. I had nothing to do with it, so you really did get that. Honestly. Oh, yeah. all these nice. years she thought. Well, I'm <laughs> willing was... to take the credit, but I just yeah, like you should take a little a little credit. I'll take a little credit. Fine, you uh, you'd be nowhere without me. I don't think. So. <laughs> yeah, I mean, The Modern Family was my first big TV credit. Really? Yeah. You know that. And people are still more impressed by that than anything else that I've done. Really? Yeah. I don't know. That's amazing. <laughs> it's true. Oh, no, I don't no. know if you know, it's kind of a hit show. It was, yeah, no, I know. I, I remember I saw you with all the trophies and whatnot. I, stay, so I had it behind me. I had it behind <laughs> me. Like, I, one of the wildest things for you is your connection to, like, um, the Prairie Home Companion. You want to talk about that? Sure. I mean... Oh. I just started it when I was little, when I was a kid, and then that's sort of how I got my start. On the Prairie Home Companion, because you know, because Garrison is uh, like family, right? In some way or no? Yeah, he, well, he married my aunt. My mom <laughs> My mom met him first because uh, he did a fundraiser for her orchestra. Uh-huh. And then my mom was like, you should meet my sister, Jenny. And my my uh, aunt, Jenny, was a musician in, in New York at the time. Yeah, Jenny! This is why I love Jenny's. Yeah. I do love Jenny. <laughs> I actually so put the home. name Jenny in my, in my special at one point. You did? Um, spoiler alert, the name Jenny is in my special. <gasps> because of me or because yeah. of your aunt? Mostly you. Don't tell my aunt. Okay. And, Fuck her. I don't like her anyway. <laughs> and, and truly... I mean, I want to talk about the special because you were the first person I, I, other people have been doing this, but you were the first person to do this that I know of in terms of stand-up comedy and your stand-up comedy special. Tell, like you were, tell them what you were supposed to do and then what happened. Oh yeah. So I was supposed to do, my April was going to be amazing. I was supposed to do the Melbourne Comedy Festival and then I was going to go do Tribeca Festival and shoot my special as part of Tribeca. And the funniest part about that was they said they told me where it was and I, I looked at the photo of the venue and I said to my manager I was like the, I don't know the ceiling's a little high <laughs> <laughs> well jokes on me because everything got canceled including the special and then a month later they were like they want to try to do the special as a drive-in at the Rose Bowl parking lot and it <laughs> You know, the ceiling was the sky. So. Right. <laughs> You're like, oh, the ceiling, though. Can we work did, on that? <laughs> you did stand up in front of a bunch of cars before, like, I'd heard yeah. anybody doing that. Yeah, but nobody really knows that we were, like, the first ones to shoot it like that. Because after that, more people started doing Well, you got, you, you just need to talk about it obnoxiously. Yeah, you're like, you <laughs> pop the fucking outdoor cherry. Yeah, you, exactly. 
You yeah. take credit for that. Fuck you, Colin Quinn and friends. I was first. Yeah. <laughs> Tom Segarra and Bert Kreischer, like, <laughs> nobody wants to see them. Heard of all- them. They don't yeah, need anything. And when does the special when does the special drop, Erica? April thirteenth. April thirteenth. Yeah. Oh man. Where will it be dropping at? Where will we be able to see this bad boy? It's gonna be probably on Amazon and like iTunes and YouTube and it's comedy. Just probably on Amazon. Probably. Well, it's whatever Comedy Dynamics does with their normal release thing. You know, like multi. They call it a multi-platform. Really? Oh my god. Is it is it multi-platform or jolti platform? Guilty. Guilty. Guilty platform. <laughs> and how long let's talk about this. So for you to get to when you taped your special, how long did it take you to build up that set? Because I feel like a lot of people don't understand the, you know, dynamic of doing stand-up and how long it takes a person to once that special is taped like how long a year of touring and all you know like how long it took longer than that I mean it was like all my jokes you know it was like probably like six years of work wow just all blew it in one load at the Rose Bowl yeah I mean I had some repeats because I did a dry bar special and I did an album and I have some repeated jokes but when you do that how did like I I always feel like such a I feel like a fraud anyway, I, all the time. I always think somebody's going to come tap me on the shoulder and tell me it's time to go. Like you had, yeah. you had your fun. But when you like, if, if I'm like doing a set and I see people like, you know, like just the wait staff, you know, I could be doing shows all weekend and the wait staff is hearing it. I don't even want to look at them because I know that they've heard the jokes already. Like I've yes. <laughs> I hate telling the same thing. And same with people. comics. I hate performing for other comics. It's the worst. It's that's amazing that I had a good set when Danny happened to come because like I never have good set. Oh, this is funny. This weekend I did a show in Colorado Springs and huh? you know, it's a small town. And I had a friend who lived nearby who was like, I want I want to come tape a set. And I was like, okay. I was like, I would come to the first show because there'll probably be more people. Well, he calls me like while he's on the way. And he's like, I don't think I'm going to make the first show. I'll come to the second show. Well, the second show was one of the worst shows (laughs) I've had in years. And the first show was really fun. Like if he had taped that, it would have been fine. He taped the second show. There were like 15 people there. And it was just like silence the whole time. Like if I posted that anywhere, it would like destroy my whole career. (laughs) But that happens. I mean, but the fact is you did the first set. It was fine. It was the same fucking set. It was the same thing. Well, it wasn't completely the same because I decided to open with a joke about him taping that I thought was funny. There's a camera near the stage and I go, I'm taping my, I mean, it's a small audience. You'd think they know better. I go, I'm taping my special, you guys, for TikTok. (laughs) It it was silent. That's a good joke. I thought it was was a hilarious joke. Like, I'm going to do, I'm going to do my special for TikTok now. You know, this is a big deal. I think they thought I was for real. Like I, because they, they don't know what they've heard of TikTok, but they're not on TikTok. They know it's official. They <laughs> see a camera. They're losers. They're losers <laughs> to not know that. It was. 
islands and then I never got them back after that. <laughs> like anytime that sort of thing happens, like I get where I start laughing so hard because it's so funny to me that it's so bad. Like, yeah. oh, I, and, and then I start laughing. It's like, I can hardly catch my, get my composure back because I think it's so funny to just. I get- thought it was hilarious to be like, <laughs> I'm doing a special for TikTok. That's like, what, 15 seconds? And just walk up stage. <laughs> you should be like, this, were t- okay, bye. And then- <laughs> yeah, I should have been like, okay, got it. That's a wrap. <laughs> Okay. Well, I want to do. <laughs> oh, too bad Vine's not there. You could do. You could have done a Vine topper and made it shorter. Oh my god! I forgot about Vine. Yeah, Vine was like seven seconds. Wasn't that what you it guys was? Froze for a second. Oh, you did too. Guy, how? Guy, you, you're the one recording. What? How are we? Oh, sounds okay. Guy says we sound okay. Guy with his little messages. We scared him off with his voice. Oh, he won't come back. That's what we're aiming for. We just want to sound okay. No, it's terrifying. If I'm have... okay, I'm winning. I got to tell you. It's, yeah. it's bad to have. all I want. I, 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 when I went to do stand-up where I opened for Jenny in D.C., which I, you know, I, that was like, I'd not done anything like that in like 30 years. And then like one of my college friends winds up coming to the show. And fortunately, I was, fortunately, it, was, it went well. But I was like, this is a terrible thing to do to me, to surprise you, the college friend. It's like literally the second show I've done yeah. of, of the night of four. And, and my first one was a little bit bumpy because obviously it's the first time, I'm, uh, you know, till, till I found it. And, and it was like, yeah, it was done. And then like we got off and I was like, and I was like, I was really pumped about how well that show went. And I saw him afterwards. And it's like, do you have a good time? And they were just like, Jenny was so funny. <laughs> And I was like, no, 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 I know, I know. And I go, oh, thanks. I said, no, no, you're good. You're always funny. I was just like, wow, she's so good. I was like, yeah, cool. Yeah. Why don't you go, <laughs> but that's why what people said to anything? me too. They're like, that Danny, that, oh, he was so fucking funny. I'm like. <laughs> yeah, I know. yeah, I know. It was great that I. That you no. brought me. Yeah, I no. brought, you know, I picked him, you know. I just want the people I bring to like make me the big person in that one moment. I'm needy. No. I think you guys are a good team, though. Is it fun to do those shows? We only did four of them, but it was fun. It was literally, we did those shows. It was at the DC Improv. And right when we were done, that was like the last show that they had there before COVID shut oh. everything down. Yeah. Like, it was literally, like, we got back when you, I think I stayed a couple extra days. You flew yeah. back and... Literally, like that was it. I I haven't been on a plane since then, which is nope. so bizarre to me. Like me I haven't gone. Yeah, nope. it's so strange. Like I remember flying out there, and I was like, I was like to DC, and I was like, there's a really uptight, like cold but pretty woman next to me. I was like, and I, like, like she kind of looks like Hope Hicks, and she was really nasty. She is Hope Hicks, and then that was when she had re yeah, and then she wound up getting COVID. So and you gave from it to her, right? from you, yeah. No, I, <laughs> yeah. I yeah, wish. He just gave her herpes. He didn't she wound up. Yeah. <laughs> she wound up getting COVID she down the road. COVID. Yeah. I'd like to think I helped that happen. Um, okay. Erica, like, and now you've been, but you've been on the road. You've actually been flying. You've been, how do you feel about it? Are you nervous about it? Like, no. You, you don't, I, you don't I think have I a had it in March. I think I had it last year in March when it was starting. That's my, you know, own health analysis based on absolutely no science. 
I actually just saw Nate Bargatze just posted a clip of him doing stand-up and he was like, everybody's talking about COVID and, and everyone thinks they had it. You know, it's like, you know, in February, yes. I was yeah. sneezing a lot. I'm pretty sure I had it. It's like, but I don't know. I have no idea. <laughs> I just think I would have gotten it by now again. Like if I was meant to, get, I have been traveling so much, I would have gotten it by now. Not going yeah. Not, you but know. when you're going, are you like super careful? Are you masked, face shield, or like how, how I careful don't are you? Face shield. I just do a mask and I don't, you know, talk to anyone. Mo- most people I don't talk to, but I'm, I'm just not that paranoid, I guess. Yeah. And you never really yeah, I don't talk to most people anyway, but that's, yeah. COVID. Yeah, yeah. I'm not a loner anyway. <laughs> it's sort of like what my mom says it's like, how are you doing? And she's like, I have been rehearsing for being alone. <laughs> having no people around my whole life. I'm like ready for this, uh, you know. It says, my time has come. I am here. Everyone get the fuck my away. My mom says, it's just me and MSNBC, and that's what we're going to do. So, um, Oh, well, you're lucky there. It's not me and Fox News. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah, no, I got uh, that. What's coming up for you? I mean, do you, are you, do you have any, any, any shows you want to plug? Yeah, well, I am doing... Wait, when does this go up? It'll go up... Um, Tuesday. Tuesday. A week from today. Wait, so what? So uh, today, oh wait, no, I got those help. So it's fe- it will go up uh, February 18th. 18th. No, um, 16th, right? So I don't have shows oh, until- Oh, 16th, sorry. Yeah. yeah, I don't have shows until March. I'm going to go do Wise Guys again in Utah. Oh. They're they're a pretty good club. And yeah. then I'm going to do Good Nights in North Carolina in April? Uh, April? Yeah, April. In April. Yeah. So right around the special is going to drop and then you're going to. And then you'll be out there. And everybody's going to be vaccinated by then. And COVID will be over. Yeah, will it? Will it ever be? I feel like every time I read the paper, it's like, it's never going to be over. I, I think <laughs> this is your new life. Deal with it. Yeah, it is. There is no normal live yeah this is gonna be here forever like that's what i read every every time i read the paper i think what's gonna happen based on only slightly more scientific information than you have is is that this will become we will manage this like the flu eventually that there will be part of your your yearly flu shot we will not that covid and the flu are similar they are not covid is way more deadly but we will manage it like we manage flu. So every year you'll get to get your new COVID shot. Like, and that's just going to be part of it. I think it's going to be a yearly shot. Yeah. I, like the, like I think the, it probably will be because, I mean. It mutates. Yeah, it mutates. I don't There's been these new strands of it and everything. So I would think it's that. It's so confusing because I feel like just the information changes every day. And so it's really hard to, like, really understand what's happening. Yeah. That, and just call me. But maybe I don't want. Maybe I want to live in some, you know, slight mom- naivety. Okay, that's fine. But I, I, there's no Santa Claus. Yeah. What? But there is a tooth fairy. Okay, I guess I can survive with one. Well, there is a Santa Claus. It's that Danny's Jewish on here. Does, does Santa Claus have COVID? <laughs> no, Santa Claus um, does he not wears have a mask. COVID. He wears the beard. He has herpes simplex too. Oh my god. <laughs> And he had and he had two DUIs, right? Wait, say that again. Uh, You've traveled a little, right? I have, but I've only gone. I, I've only traveled by car. <laughs> I've only done road trips, but that sort of has forced me to do um, things that, like 
I've really been enjoying the natural beauty of the West from like, I've I've gone to, I've driven as far as Colorado and Utah and I just got back Big Sur and um, the Mere Woods up in San Francisco. I I went, um, I did a hike with former guest here, uh, um, Carrie Byron from uh, Mythbusters and in the woods. We can name drop. Yep. Well, she's the guest here, so I can do that. She was, she was the former doing it guest. Former doing it guest. Um, And, uh, and so, yeah, so I, I kind of enjoyed it. I'm actually thinking about maybe going to Sedona next week. Wow. That's beautiful there. It's sort of my, yeah. Anybody, like, let's go. Get to Winnebago. I'll take you all. I want to go. Okay, fine. You're in. All right. How far away is Sedona? Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. You know, it's like, it's like when you're in an RV or on a sailboat, you're already where you're going. How far away, how, what's the maximum far away that I can get you to go? Like maybe four hours. It's four hours. <laughs> is, it <laughs> is it more? It's a little bit more. It's like seven. Yeah, it's like seven. Six yeah. or seven. But, but it's gorgeous there. But we could play like we play a sing alongs on the way out. I mean, there's a whole bunch of things that you know wheels and on. He'll the give you. He'll give you all the information about COVID that he believes to be true. Oh. I'll, I'll, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll burst all of your bubbles. So. <laughs> Part of what we do on this show. Oh yeah. Part of what we do. <laughs> Wait, you do this stuff segment. on the show? <laughs> yeah, we do something on this show all every week. We made, yeah. we made sure that we actually have this segment so that we can say what we like to do on the show. This is like really it just the only. Like it's more professional. It's really the only thing we do. At the end it, of the show, you're like, "What we do on this show is." Yes, we. Uh, <laughs> I take off my clothes and. So I, well, I sing to him while uh, yeah. and, giving and, my dog a bath. Yeah, it's just it's something intimate that we like to do. Yeah. She mocks my body. Well, we, we talk about what we've been watching. Oh, right. Yeah. Like this, <laughs> yeah, this like is it. a segment where you like to go, so what have you been watching? Erica? <laughs> That's the most professional voice I could come up with. So, pretty good. Erica, we might need a, we, watching? we might be looking for a little jingle. So what have you been watching? You know, something. <laughs> Somebody want to send in a, a, what, what you've been watching. Maybe yes. one of you what should you play your guitar and figure out a couple. Yeah. Chords. We yeah. get paid every time it plays. Oh, that, and that's when the big bucks roll in. Yeah. That's a, that, that, that and Blue Chew are sponsors. That's that fucking jingle money, man. You can't. Yeah, jingle. Um, we got to get in on that sweet jingle money action. Blue sweet jingle chew. Money. Is it called Blue Chew? <laughs> It's called blue. blue it's like it's a chewable that has all FDA approved ingredients. Yeah, that will help you, you know, satisfy your lady friend or gentleman is it friend. Gummy? Is it like in gummy form? It's like a starburst. It's like a starburst. Is isn't that what they were saying? Yeah, taste the rainbow is what I like to say to women. That's good. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I've been canceled um, yeah. again. I know. Uh, so Erica, let's not forget yeah. I even said taste the rainbow. What, uh, Can't ever forget that. It's a, it, um, I just blew, we were going to have such a beautiful trip to Sedona and it's completely off. This episode is going to be called like with Erica Rhodes, taste the rainbow. <laughs> <laughs> Erica, what have you been watching? Uh, well, you know, I've been watching Call My Agent. I know. Erica got me into that, and I can't recommend it. Oh, oh I haven't seen the I episode. started watching it, too. Isn't oh, it right. amazing? It's good. Yeah, it's really, really good. I have to wait sometimes to watch it because I don't want to read. Like, 
I know, but you get used to it. You have to just yeah. focus. You can't be on your phone, you know? Right. Well, that's the thing. It's like, if I'm, sometimes I just want to watch something that I just want something on in the background, but you I'm not. You don't want to watch something. You want to. You can't do that with Call My Agent. You have to be. Yeah. It's like watching Parasite. Yeah. <laughs> a little, a little different. A little bit. No, no texting. <laughs> no, Parasite and Call My Agent, exactly the same thematically. Um, I uh, think so. Similar I mean, like, writing styles. Very similar writing styles. They're both in their way French farces. Um, <laughs> well, uh, what? Anything else besides Call My Agent? I just started watching I Hate Susie. Oh, how good is that? So good. Jenny, did you see that? I just started it. <laughs> oh, going to say. <laughs> a good drink. Isn't it great? It's really good. It's real. The first episode, I was laughing is so hard. And tense. <laughs> And what? Intense. That whole first episode? Yeah. It's basically like one, it's almost real time. For those who don't know, it's with Billy Piper and um, who, by the way, looks a lot like our friend Lauren Savan in some way every time I look at that girl. Kind of does, yeah. But, um, but, oh. she, but yeah, she was like a pop star. And in the very first episode, somebody has put out revenge porn or has leaked her phone. And she's- Wait, You're and, giving it away though. You're giving uh, it away. You just know that. That's all you know. In the okay. very, you, don't, you find this out in the first five minutes of the show. Okay. And it's the aftermath of all of that, but they do it in a really funny and it's almost surreal piece. Yeah, well also the, ca- the camera is really creative. So like the, she, they do a lot of handheld like- close-ups of her face and it's not always the most flattering angles like it's almost like they're purposely trying to make her seem like a little bit on edge or like she might just kind of lose it and it very not glamorous like it's not self-conscious at all yeah and and I admire her for that because she's she's one of the producers of it she wrote it so she and she's like she she wants to get in there and not look like glamorous and and right and boy, at moments she really doesn't look glamorous. I mean, they, they go, they go, they go through some stuff, and um, yeah, it's pretty. It's I like, I yeah, I like how so much of the writing just lets you lets the behavior inform the comedy, mm-hmm. you know. Which is, I think, something. I think what I'm noticing with sh- shows that I don't like is when they overwrite everything. Too much writing. Like, let the actor do do something. Yeah. Um, well, as a writer, yeah, as a writer, we I, just to, I, just say, <laughs> I just want to say you can go fuck yourself that, because that's because um, uh, they all the actors have to do is just do the pretending. But yeah. I have to I play make believe. I, <laughs> I have to weave worlds. You have to write less, though. You have to write less, fewer words. Which I mean, the writing in Modern Family is so good because it's like you don't have them overwrite. No, you're, you're right. not overwriting in that show. Well, now I finally agree with you. Um, <laughs> now you got him back. Okay. <laughs> no, I watched the pilot of that and I was like, I, I was trying to go to sleep and I was so tense by the end of watching that pilot. I'm like, okay, Wait, I can't watch it. I hate Susie. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Like, it was like really, I'm like, okay, I want to relax. I need to like watch. I was laughing so hard because I related so much to the scene where she's like, do you guys want tea? And then she doesn't have enough glasses or like mug. <laughs> So she's pouring the tea, the hot water into the glasses, and then she puts it all in tray, and then just gives up because she's like, I can't even carry it, and she serves it from the floor. <laughs> and I was like, I have been in that situation so many times. 
maybe that's why I couldn't go to a second episode because I was too <laughs> it felt too real and personal so that was real. the I shit was I would like, do <laughs> you have good intentions and you're like trying to be a good hostess and then it's just like it all blows up. like she didn't think everyone was gonna want tea then she didn't like she didn't have the appropriate glassware then like <laughs> and she's already desperately afraid that everybody in that house is going to find out about this it's like it's it's a set a tense scene there's, there's a breaking time bomb under the table we all know it and they and so they and they, they she's able to mine all of this tension out of it that's spectacular yeah and just also the denial to herself like i think we've all been in situations where we're just like it's i guess i'll just keep going like i just gotta like yeah can't stop now I'm just gonna keep going through. Or ride this thing to the fucking wheels come off. I don't care. <laughs> I just like I'm so related to the just like I guess we're just gonna have to barrel through. Like she can't even for, like understand like comprehend canceling the shoot, and then they keep having her like wear weirder and weirder clothes. And, like... um, well, how about you, Jenny? What have you been watching? Um, well, I watched that pilot. I watched Netflix Hotel Cecil. It just came out. What is it? Okay. Oh, okay. It just came out yesterday. It's about the hotel, you know, Hotel Cecil, like out in LA. I don't know what it okay, is. I don't want to tell you. I, I really don't want to ruin it, but it's like, it's a four <laughs> part, it's a four part series, but it is the worst things in the world always would happen at this hotel. Like, people committed suicide murders overdoses like it was all this crazy like made the chateau marmont look like a fucking wow. you know holiday and express in tampa or something it i don't want to give away too much but oh. i highly recommend it four-part docuseries on oh, docuseries it's a docuseries on netflix yeah i'm watching that tonight that's right up my alley it's right up here you will love it 100 I'll, 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 I'll call you is it, wait is it spooky though like scary it's, I mean, it's creepy because it's like creepy shit that, that happens. If you scare easy, you may not want to watch it like before bed or something. But okay, I can't watch it ever. I get scared too easily. I just also like that you just went, the word you just used was like, is it spooky? <laughs> it's like, is it spooky? It was like, it was almost like you, it was a very, you were so, sometimes you're very Disney princess. Uh, it was very, it was very endearing and childlike. Is it spooky? <laughs> it is spooky. I do say some words like that are old. Like I say, like hip, like that are these glasses hip, you know, <laughs> hip is your grandma word, you know? Yeah. I just said this one in a text to the day. I was like, oh, well just don't, you know, like somebody left in a huff. Yeah. And then, oh, that's it, okay. like, what are you, my, you know, meme off from? You're always like, I got a 23 skidoo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't I don't realize how much like southern Texas shit that I say like just like oh yeah I love southern stuff I love that kind of lingo I hate it you uh, do I'm all, I feel very threatened by it he does he, he doesn't like no, he doesn't like me you should have seen me like my mother farming, you know like oh like can I help you out like <laughs> <laughs> I don't, have an, I don't have an example. <laughs> that was the greatest example. No, hold on. Get, like, like in the south where it's like, can I help you out? Yeah. Hold on. That was the worst example. Can I help you out? The worst self tape I've ever heard. Those southerners are so weird. Like that was, my, that was on my SNL audition tape. <laughs> southern girl. Oh, now I'm playing a southern belle. 
Can I help you out? Can I help you out? <laughs> And by the way, when I go back to Texas and come back, Danny, you know, it's all I ever say over and over. Danny, yeah. can I help you out? Like, it, I, no, it's all. It, it's it's so it was cute when she said it. It was cute when she said it. Yeah. She uh, said it like she was, she was like, oh, can I help you out? It was cute. I, help um, I watched. Yes, I watched. Dave, what have you watched? Yeah, <laughs> I only watched. What did you watch? What did you watch, watch Danny? I, I watched it. I watched that. Uh, I watched that Britney Spears doc on Hulu. I heard it was really good. I mean, yeah. It, and by the way, today that it was announced that she won that court hearing. Oh, she's, she got, she's emancipated from that thing, or not? Yeah, yeah. She today. I've never really thought about Britney Spears in any meaningful way. Like, it, not, like <laughs> I, I just haven't. It was. She was like, I was. I, I think I was, I was just like kind of too old for. Like, I can't be nostalgic. I, I was already past that. To, you know, it, I was like, when she came out, I was probably like, you know, I was in my 30s already. So if I was into Britney Spears, I was a pervert at that point. You know, you couldn't so, be like, and, it, but, and, um, and I was, yeah. but not, to, not for that. But yeah, what a fucking nightmare. Um, that I did it again. I played with her. Yeah. What's this? Uh, I, 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 I the arm Can I help you out? That was also <laughs> on my SNL tape. <laughs> I mean, you're really a triple threat. Oops, I did it again. I played with his heart. He... <laughs> I did Britney Spears with a southern accent. I tell you what, no one, accent. no one is going to need Blue Chew. After yeah, no, that's right. <laughs> you, you are our Blue Chew. Boner giver, that is Holy it. shit. I just think I'm, like impressions is like where I was supposed to be. Oh my God, now. your Jack Nicholson is the best. She puts her hair up. It's, it's it's amazing. It, like, here's Johnny. <laughs> Where's Johnny? <laughs> there was sombrero. Ola. Yeah. Okay. But also on that, I, I, on that New York Times documentary, there's another one that I thought was really cool that I just wound up watching anyway, which was about the kid who hacked Twitter that time, that major hack over the summer, where it was like he'd gotten into Elon Musk and all these different people and yeah. did that Bitcoin scam. Yeah. Yeah. And that story was like. That was a whole documentary? They did, it's this whole series. This was like an hour. Both of these are just like an hour, hour and 15 minutes. Yeah. You know, they're not that long. I guess the Britney ones maybe like an hour and a half. But um, yeah, it's like, but it's New York Times, I guess, taking a stab at yeah, trying to and, do documentaries. They're and, not, no, no fault. I'm not trying to like shit on them or something like that. Yeah. But it, it wasn't super great because the Britney thing, you, you didn't feel like you were getting the full story. You were, you know, like they they interviewed the people to fit the narrative. Like it was more. They had an agenda. It, that's too agenda based. Well, it was. I, yeah. I actually think they had an access problem. So I think yeah. I think that they built it around what they had access to. So Brittany wasn't speaking on it. Um, yeah. Her, her father wasn't speaking to it, but it was still. But all her like super fans were, which made it to me feel a little like. It was that was that part was a little bit that part was a little bit cheesy. Well, on that, I would like to thank you, Erica, for doing the show and for coming to Sedona with me. And and I, I just like it means the world to me, Jenny. You're invited to guy. Thank I you for including me. Um, and shotgun, uh, shotgun, shotgun. Okay, shotgun. Um, thank you for doing our podcast. 
Thanks for having me. It's it's a real honor. You know, I was like, wow, when's Danny going to ask me to do his podcast? No, it was really embarrassing that you asked, but I didn't. And Jenny always does. And I'm, I'm terrible at this. And I, I'm i the booker of the show. Yeah. <laughs> Danny's, I, just, Danny's just the looks. I'm just, the, yeah, I'm, 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 the, I'm, the, I'm the cheesecake. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I but, reel him in and then he keeps them here. That's how we do it. But look Good for er- Erica. What's the name of your special? So we can look for it. Oh, should I say it? I'm not, I haven't said it yet. Should I say it? Why not? You heard it first. This on will the be Twitter. the first time I've said the name. Say it. La Vienne Rhodes. La Vienne Rhodes. French. I know what it, it's French. It's not in French. <laughs> It's not in French. So the oh, show so itself will not be in French. Yeah, but I want it. I just want to go. I want to be big in France. That's like my new goal. Well, you. You I, should I, be I, big in France. You and Jerry Lewis I, are very similar types. So I can be like David out. Hasselhoff in Germany, Erica Rhodes. Yes, France. Erica Rhodes. Thank France. you. Yeah, you're going to be on Call My Agent if they do another season. Oh, <laughs> don't tease me like that. Okay, I won't. <laughs> Thank you again for doing the show. Thank you, Jenny. Thank you, Danny. Thank, Thank you so Danny. much, Erica. This was really super fun. This it was, was a great fun one. to see you in person, like almost in person. Almost. Well, like okay. virtually. So, thank you again for coming on the show. You're the Thank, best. thank you so much. We and we'll see you, you next week, everybody. Love you guys. It's a revolution in power.